All right, I'm black. Let's do part two of fuckface Derek Chauvet. Rest in power, George Floyd. Now, I've been asked this before, and let me put this one to bed. No, the answer is no. If someone with George Floyd's social resume try to date my niece, first and foremost, I'm not sweating it. My niece's daddy is a large black dude just like I am. I'm not sweating that at all. She's beyond safe. But let's say she was dating someone like a George Floyd and she comes up. Hey, Uncle Robert, this is my boyfriend. I would say, hey, hey, baby girl, uh, do yourself a favor. Do me a favor. Uh, would you run to the icebox and uh, get your uncle one of them cold drinks that he likes? I'd kiss her on her forehead. I'd say, hey, baby girl, uh, take the scenic route. <laughs> yeah, take, take your time. I'm, I'm going to talk to him here a little, for a little while. I would lean across that table, and I would say something very nice. Like, nigga, if I found out you have even texted her again, it's going to be a bad day for you, dude. I don't know what kind of excuse you got to make up, but guess what? You just broke up with her. You just don't know it yet. Don't you ever let me catch you around my fucking niece. No, 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 no. On paper, I would not want George Floyd to date my niece. Let, let me go ahead and address that stupid-ass talking point. But whether I want George Floyd dating my niece is absolutely, positively fucking irrelevant. That man should still be alive. It, it doesn't matter your personal feelings. He did nothing that day to earn a street-style fucking execution. Nothing. Not a thing. And because I mentioned my lovely niece, let's hit it with a little bit of this Hendrix. Your uncle loves you, baby girl. Mm. Gin and truth. Let's go. Now, where the fuck was I? George Floyd. Here comes Papa. I'm not going to let him in. You're going to have to sweat, motherfucker. Okay. Let me tell you why this type of shit continues to go on. Because I can go all day on my feelings about the fucking murder that we saw last year. You don't do that unless what's underneath your knee, you see it as less than human. Gang, I choked a pit bull. If you follow me on Twitter, you know how much I love my fur babies. Papa, the bubs, fuckstick. I love animals in general. They, they tend to love me back. I'd much rather be in a room full of animals than a room full of humans most times. But I did what I had to do because it was the right thing to do. So I choked that goddamn pit bull and I fucking hated it. And when it was time to talk about it, the lawyer was wanting so much detail, I started crying. I did. And I still remember she asked me, the lawyer who wanted to fuck me, not really, but I'm going to keep thinking that. It'd be a great porno, fucking great porno. It's like, this is hard to talk about, isn't it? And through tears, I'm like, yeah, of course it is. I heard, I heard a dog. I don't want to do that to a goddamn dog, no matter what. That first day when they played 
the video, all of the video, Derek Chauvin had the exact same fucking look on his face then as he did when he did it. You want to know why? Because George Floyd was not human to him. You want to know why? Because of a narrative that is pushed. Why do you think they killed Emmett Till? What's been going on since fucking we got here is that niggers are too stupid to understand simple commands. That's why we were so expendable. You kill them. Go get yourself another one. Winking, flirting at a white woman, even if he hollered at her. And for those of you who are from the North or maybe that's just a Southern saying or a regional saying, when I say holler, I'm not I mean, hey, white bitch. No, holler means to go and talk to, <laughs> just in case you weren't aware. Definition time. Because Emmett Till was too stupid to understand simple commands. Because flirting means fucking. We have been seen as oversexed beasts since forever. So you killed him. He's expendable. That's exactly what happened to George Floyd. Fuck-faced Eric Chauvin did not see a human underneath his knee. Walked like one, sounded like one, but he wasn't his equal. That's why he had no look on his face. I cry when I think about what I did to that goddamn dog. He didn't break a smirk. Not even a smile like, <laughs> I got one. No, nothing. 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 Because he wasn't human. Right? And yeah, I am going to turn and I'm going to dump on Fox News. These assholes continue. And they're, they're very good at it. They are very good at it. They have an audience. They know what that audience wants to hear. And even if Ingram, Tuck, all those assholes are bad faith actors. I've said this before. I'm going to say it again. One person's joke is a thousand people's battle cry. Have you heard shit coming out of Marjorie Taylor Greene's mouth? That putrid sack of shit? I've, I've heard people say this to me. I've yelled at people at work. My managers try to write me up, and I said, you can fire me right the fuck now. But several years ago, because Trump... The, the thing to say was, no one has it harder than white men. I mean, they're such... Fuck white men. P please show me this long laundry list of fucking hist historical and systemic issues they've had to deal with. They're not victims. But if you listen to Fox News, they are. We're coming to get you. Ooh, this big scary Negro. They pushed this bullshit-ass narrative. When they killed the ape, remember Harambe or whatever? I'm trying to remember the ape's name. Shit, there's so many stories that bounce around in my head right now. Every other news station, every other news station talked about the ethics of the killing. You know what Fox News did? They dug up that the boy's father, who wasn't even at the fucking zoo when it happened. He was at work earning a living for his family. They found out he had a rap sheet and they ran a story on that. That is fucking irrelevant. The boy slipped. He fell into an eight pit. One of the zoo experts was like, look, 
We didn't want to do it. We had to do it because it ate that size. When they are excited, in one hand, they have the ability to crush a ripe coconut. We didn't want to do it. We had to do it. What did Fox News say? There's a nigger with a rap sheet. They help push this fucking narrative. They do. And here's the most fucked up thing. I'm getting a little bit upset. I told you, I'm going to get fucked up before the end of this episode. Hold on. You know what time it is. Mm. Gin and truth. Let's go. The most fucked up part about what Fox News does. They're smart. They are. As much as it pains me to say it, they are smart. You know what it reminds me of? It remind, my dad was so good at his job. He retired as a, a vice principal. And when you went to Mr. Reed's office, it wasn't because you got caught making out or you were, you know, passing notes or you were tardy, pack a cigarette. No, if you were in Mr. Reed's office, you were seriously going to go to jail. He had a reputation for cleaning up high schools. He was like, what is it, Crazy Joe Clark from Lean On Me? They actually used to call my dad Crazy Joe Clark and Batman, right? And he got so good at it, he started giving, like, seminars. People were like, we want to learn the read method. And the first thing he always said was, the reason why you're not catching these kids is because you're looking down low. These are the smartest kids you've got. When you think they're talking like Ebonics or street slang and you're laughing like this is stupid niggers, a stupid Mexican, please. They're not babbling. They've developed their own language. You're not going home tonight. They're, they're, they're plotting your death right in front of you. You're so proud of this kid who won the math Olympics. You were the fucking NASA formulated fucking calculator and shit like that. That kid in his mind, the, the average American doesn't know shit about the metric system. That kid, you know, the one you think is just some stupid thug, he has converted pounds to kilos. He knows exactly how much to cut it with this much product, how much to bag it, how much to sell it for 15%. He's fucking brilliant. You're not catching him because you're looking down low. These are the smartest people you have. And it's easy to dismiss Fox as just this bastion of stupidity. Don't, Robert, why are you paying attention to them? You know, they're just going to say just, incite, just incendiary shit. You have to listen. And you know how they get it up and over on everybody? Sean Hannity is just smart enough. Tucker Carlson, Laura Ingram, they know there's even a line they can't cross. They'll stoke the fires but you know who turns that into a barn burner? Candace Owens, Jesse Lee Peterson, the Hodge twins, Leo Terrell, or whatever his fucking name is. Fucking Diamond and Silk. You can't say it on uh, Twitter. I've learned the hard way. You can't. I'm not going to say it here. So I'm just going to call them the Motisa tribe people. Some of you are giggling because some of you are my age and you know where that's from. Look up the Motisa tribe from the movie Posse. Mario Van Peebles and one of the single most beautiful men on this planet, this side of Ewan McGregor, Billy Zane. 
So I'm not going to say the C word or trash panda, but they're going to go get the members of the Motisa tribe. And what are they going to say? What, yeah, uh, 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 yes, some, uh, Master Sean. Uh, uh, if that nigga would have uh, just uh, done what he was told, he, he, he'd still be alive. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Notice how they don't go get T. Coates, Roland Martin, someone who's going to kick some real shit. But uh, Michelle Alexander, I believe that brilliant woman's name is who wrote the book, New Jim Crow. If you haven't read it, read it twice. Notice how they don't go get those brothers and sisters. They won't touch them. But what will they do? They'll go get Candace. I fired somebody at work. It was my first day back. My boss, who I do love, is trying to reopen the gym because it was during the COVID time. Robert, come back. Robert, come back. Robert wasn't ready to come back. The reason why? wasn't COVID. Again, I do love my place of work. I know I bitch about it a lot. But it is, it is packed with covert racism. I have been called nigger more than once at my place of work. But most of it is that covert, whoa, 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 I, I didn't call you a nigger. That kind of racism. You know what I mean? And it's because of that, because it was right during the George Floyd stuff and all the other crap. It's like, I'm not ready. And I told him the reason why. And I said, look, because if I come back and someone says some shit, I'm going to go nuts. You know what he said? Do it. You got my full support. I came back the next day. The very first person up. The very first person, I lie to you not. I'm like, oh, it's good to be back in the place. I, I kind of miss it. I'm not going to lie. This person said, Robert, I agree with Candace Owens. I'm like, oh, fuck me. Remember when Candace Owens fixed her crooked sellout ass mouth to say, what that stinking ass bastard saying? Oh, that black people, like she's not one of us. That black people are the only ones who raise their worst to martyr status. That was the first thing I heard on my first day back at work. And I've said this once, I'll say it again. It's not a word I use gently or very often. But I told that bitch to get the fuck out. This is the reason why we have this conversation. It's not the racist white people. It's the black people who give them credibility. Again, when you feel, if you, Stacey Dash, look, look what her monkey ass is trying to do. Look at what Omarosa tried to do. They tried to come back to the fam. They, they wanted to sit back at the spade table. Didn't they? Huh? And what did we tell them? Get the fuck out. Your damage is almost fucking irreversible. And if you think I'm lying, ask George Floyd's family. You are demonizing your own fucking people. And, I, and like I said, I actually mentioned this at work today. The best part about the internet is also the worst. Because it gives stupid people a voice. Diamond and silk should be selling pencils from a cup. These are the people who wear sandwich boards ringing bells saying, the end is nigh, the end is nigh. They should not be... In what universe does anyone listen to Diamond and Silk? You don't.
If they try to give you financial or planning advice, you would tell them to get the fuck out. Why are these credible voices? Candace Owens talked about her people like she's not one of us. Again, if you feel as a black person more comfortable in a room full of white people wearing red baseball hats than you would at my Uncle Jojo uh, cookout, there's a problem. There's a fucking problem. Do I like Tucker? No. Laura? No. Did I like Rush? No. Do I like any of them? No. But the bigger problem is us. And by us, I mean the ones that have turned their backs on us. Every single time someone like me speaks up, someone like Candace Owens knocks what I say down. And too many white people, as far as I'm concerned, want to hang on their, her words. George Floyd is dead for shit like that. And if you think I'm bullshitting, there's historical backing for this. House slave versus the field slave. As long as you're the one eating food so putrid that the fucking billy goats won't touch it, the dog pukes when it eats it. But the slaves have to survive off of that. They're the ones saying, let's get the fuck out. But if you're getting fresh scraps, fresh vittles, right after Maz is done with dinner, that's what, what, what did Fiddler say? That's fine living for a nigga. And I'll be damned if some African Guinea man messes up what I worked so hard to get. Damn, how do I remember that from 1977? My mind remembers the most fucked up shit. From my mind remembering fucked up ass shit, let's hear a little bit of this goddamn Hendrix. Hold on. Mmm. Delicious. Gin and truth. Let's go. God damn, it's going to be a long episode. The problem is that there's too many of us that look just like me who are willing to sell their own people out. This is why it's easier to snuff us out. And when we get up and we scream, stop doing that. Candace Owens, Jesse Lee Peterson, the Hodged, all those fuckers. They get up and, and instead of saying, get the boot off of his neck, they say, get your neck out from underneath his boot. How dare you get blood on his boot, you dirty nigger. That's what people like that say. And they continue to give voice to people who hate us. I've had people tell me. I said this on Twitter. I said this on Twitter. It was one of my two-minute videos last year. It, it, I took a break from my phone. I, I still don't check DMs very much. I know I should. I don't check. Hold on. I'm turning on the people's iPhone. I have 30 unchecked messages. I don't like looking. You know why? Partly, some are recluse. And the other part is the motherfucking, I was, Robert, why can't you be like Candace? J just pick your cell out. My question is, why can't they be more like me? You hang on to the white, the black people that make you feel good about your own bullshit. Robert Reed is going to challenge you. I've literally been told more than once when people say, oh, you sound so white. 
And then when my face gets all fucked up, they say, what? It's a compliment. I'm like, that's not a motherfucking compliment, asshole. You know what Candace would say? Oh, thank you. What would Jesse Lee Peterson say? Listen to the fam. Don't listen to the fucking outcast. It's easy to snuff a life that looks like mine when people like who look like me give you a pat on the back for it. Always give you a hall pass for it. The reason why we have to have this fucking discussion about Derek Chauvin, yes, I know it's the legal system, but you know the other reason why? is because fuckers like that give him license to do it. Seriously. I haven't even looked to see. I won't. I, I, I hate my, I, I'll listen to a whole bunch of shit. If you follow me on Twitter, you know I like to torture myself with bad movies. But there's one thing I can't do anymore. I can't listen to the voices of the Motisa tribe. They hurt us, I think, more than the white people who do hate us. They're giving them license. The amazing Lucas, all these assholes, the Motisa tribe. You should be crying. If you look like me, your heart should be. If you're a human, if you are a human, if you are a human, the George Floyd murder should have kicked you in your balls. In your vagina, in whatever organ brings you the most amount of pleasure and pain, it should crush you badly. But you got fuckers like Jesse Lee Peterson and the Hodge twins saying, well, if he just would have followed orders, what? Now, this is some bullshit. Let's recap. Now, let's not recap. Let's cap. I've held y'all for long enough. We're almost going on a fucking hour. Let me get some of this goddamn Hendrix Hodo. Mm. Gin and truth. Let's go. The problem. I gave you the problem. Here's my motherfucking solution. We got to crush the fucked up ass voices. I'm not even quite sure how we do it. But again... You don't put your knee on someone's neck unless the person who's under your knee isn't viewed as human. You, you know, here you know what my solution is. I said this in my very first one, and now I'm pretty sure I can say it without crying. But I told y'all that little white girl, and it's important that I get the races in this story. A black man was on his knees. Ah, here comes the fucking tears. And the cops weren't advancing a line. They weren't stopping. And a little white girl put her arms around the black dude. I really am trying not to cry. <laughs> that was such a powerful image. Man. We have to get involved. And by we, I really mean my white brothers and sisters. I'm just a complaining ass Negro. I'm pissing in a box fan because for every one of me, there's a Candace Owens. And she's got the bigger microphone. 
when uh, and there will be another George Floyd. There'll be another Philando Castile. There'll be another Botham Jean. And we'll continue to hear how they smoke weed while they sit here and they talk about the white cop, the white murderer, like they hung the moon. They went to Sunday school. They taught. I need my white brothers and sisters to step up and say, fuck this. I need y'all to march with us just as loud and just as hard and demand the harshest justice for these assholes who snuff out our lives. Because here's the thing, if you truly got black friends, your black friend can be next. I need my white brothers and sisters. And by I, I mean everyone who looks just like me. I love my white family. And for my white family, I'm going to take one more hit of this delicious gin. How about this? Gin, truth, and my white brothers and sisters. I need you guys. I love you guys. I need y'all to scream just as loud when this shit goes down because without y'all, it's just a group of complaining ass Negroes and a Jesse Lee Peterson to tell the white racist assholes, why, yes, sir, you, you absolutely right, sir. My solution is my white brothers and sisters have to be just as pissed off, make just as much noise, and wreck just as much shop. I love my white family. I love you guys. And I will do for you because I need y'all to do for me. The big guy's going to sign the fuck off. Gin and truth. Let's go.